Welcome to All Four Downs, a Clovercrest Media Group sports presentation. Boy, what an unbelievable week of college football. You just saw some outstanding highlights right there. Uh, we'll get into the top 25. We'll talk about all the big games. Uh, we will start off here with some breaking news, though, um, out of the Big Ten. And, and unfortunately, the Big Ten, starting late but didn't really put in a plan for what they would do if a game got canceled. And that's exactly what we have with the uh, Nebraska-Wisconsin game. Quarterback Graham Mertz uh, amongst many on that Wisconsin football team to have uh, contracted COVID. His backup, Chase Wolf also has COVID. Jack Cohn is out with a foot injury. So if Wisconsin had to play this football game, they'd be on their fourth-string quarterback. Uh, but fortunately for them, probably, uh, for both teams, actually, this game will not get played. Uh, huge news here. Uh, Jay, Sean, and OV, uh, let's get into this. Uh, Big Ten definitely um, definitely should have started a week earlier to give themselves a, a little bit of breathing room in case this sort of situation happened. Now here we are, and... Um, this is bad news for Wisconsin, obviously, with, with Mertz out for at least three weeks. He looked really good this past weekend, and uh, it, what a shame for Wisconsin, Sean. I, I, I think this is uh, this this ruins what, what could have been a pretty good year for the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, this is a, this is a bummer, especially with the 21-day uh, rule in place. It's three weeks without uh, your starting quarterback who just played – Pretty much the perfect game against Illinois. Uh, it's exactly what we would like to see for his first career game in college. Uh, and, and Wisconsin's defense is for real, too. So, I mean, this is definitely going to hurt them. Uh, I think they're one of the contenders in the Big Ten, but they're losing their starting quarterback for three weeks um, and have a couple of big games coming up. Uh, we'll see how it plays out, but hopefully, uh, you know, they, they hopefully the third or fourth string QB could hang on for a couple of weeks, get them a couple of wins, and then uh, just transition right back into Mertz, and uh, hopefully they'll be good. But We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. This is really interesting to me because the uh, obviously with the, the the first thing that came out was Graham Mertz tested positive. He had a great game, um, but the the protocol is if anyone tests positive in the Big Ten, it's three weeks. But then on top of that, they cancel this game because nineteen other players tested positive. So that's nineteen other players that aren't going to be able to play. For three weeks for this Wisconsin team, their whole season is gone down the drain now because of COVID, and uh, it, it, it stinks. Uh, it, maybe if they did start when like SEC, ACC started, they could have planned for this better, and it maybe worked some stuff out. But uh, it, it's really stinks, and if stuff like this continues in the Big Ten, I, I don't know. Do, do they even get a shot in the college football playoff? I don't know. This could be really, really big. These these uh, COVID issues, if they continue in the Big Ten. Yeah, absolutely right. And you hit it on the key about that there's no room for any error going to this season because, look, it's already a canceled game. So let's say if Wisconsin comes back uh, the following week, they start playing, and they finish undefeated. 7 and 0 or something like that do they qualify for the college playoffs or what what's what's the stipulation of, of, of this scenario no one's no one knows nobody has the answer and, and and it's not fair 
uh, for the other schools that are actually playing most of their games and playing hard, and yet they're not being recognized. So, Joe, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, if this should continue, should Big Ten be considering the college playoffs altogether? Well, you know, I, I think you're going to run into a situation where, I mean, Ohio State, let's be honest, Ohio State's in. Right? I mean, Ohio State's a big game against Penn State. We'll, we'll obviously get into that game uh, at length, but, I mean, Ohio State, there's no arguing Ohio State's uh, a, a top-five team, maybe maybe even better than that. So are you going to, you know, in the event that they don't get to play enough games, you're going to tell Ohio State no, that they're not, they're not making their way into the – I think for some of the other teams, I mean, I think for a team like Wisconsin, this hurts. I think if you're a team like Penn State, this hurts. These are games that, you know, you've got to win that maybe won't get played. And I think it really puts it puts it puts the um the also rans, I should say, the teams on the cusp, teams like Michigan and Minnesota, uh, those teams definitely would would probably get sacrificed for the football playoffs, but I think Ohio State is going to be fine whether they play ten games or six games. I think college football will find a way to forgive that, as they generally do when it comes to OSU. Well, I tell you what, I I, I believe you are absolutely correct, and with that in mind, this is the top uh, top twenty five games from this past week, and it's it's highlighted. Ohio State, Nebraska, 52-17. Michigan, what an awesome start. Pretty much one of the best starts in a long time. 49-24 over Minnesota. And the question is this, and Jason and I had this Twitter war going on this past weekend about Ohio State. Now, should we already have crowned Ohio State for being the top four? Or should we be like, hey, let's ease the moment. Yes, they won their game, but this is Nebraska. So please elaborate, Jace. Listen, they were – they – I've said it multiple times. To be the best, you got to beat the best. This is a team that was in the college football playoff last year. This is the – them and Clemson are the only teams that were in it last year that haven't lost. Uh, Justin Fields – he played really, really good. He's going to be a Heisman candidate. I, I, it was one game, and they they did what they had to do in that one game. It, to me, it is Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and everyone else. They're the cream of the crop, and they will rise to the top. It, it, it's been just a matter of time. I, I've been waiting for Ohio State to play their first game so I can throw them in the top five. They are that good, and they will be that good. I understand it's only one game. I understand they're playing less games, but they are that good, and they deserve to be that good. And, and Trevor Key said it, and that's the thing that started this whole conversation between me and you, Ovi, is they are scary. Justin Fields looks very, very scary. They look like a very scary team. They did what they needed to do against Nebraska. Yeah, it's Nebraska, but they did what they needed to do. They did what they do. That doesn't mean that they're scary. They just did what they, they play a sorry Nebraska team that we know that's been like that for the past few years. Nebraska that has no talent going against a high recruiting class of Ohio State. 
So th- yes, Ohio Nebraska State better win no fifty-two to seventeen. Nebraska has no talent. Did you see Christian McCaffrey's younger brother? That stop, dude was playing stop, great. Stop! Stop! Did stop! You just name it one Watch guy. Hold on for a second. I watched Watch the game. game. Adrian Martinez looked really good. I, I- yes, I understand. I understand. The, the the whole focus is is that Ohio State did what they had to do to a Nebraska team that probably is not going to win maybe one or two games in the, in their conference. But on the other side, you only think Michigan, they're going to win one or two games in their conference? I, I, I just first said of all, that. I think it's irrelevant how many games they're going to win because let, let's be honest, dude. The way Justin Fields came out playing, the way that team just absolutely clicked from the get-go, are you kidding me? I, I think Ohio State, I was very reluctant to put Ohio State, I think it was the last person uh, that added Big Ten to my top 25. I passionately explained why I wasn't ready to crown Justin Fields a Heisman candidate last week. No, it's over. I saw what I saw. He did what he did, and we're where we're at. I'm not going against Nebraska. I'm not going against Justin Fields. Uh, You know, again, I know he's very talented. He is a Heisman hopeful. Probably may win, uh, maybe, depending on Trevor Lawrence, like we've been saying it every week. But I'm not saying, but this is just one game. We got another game coming this weekend, and they're going against Penn State, which we talk about later. On the other side, we have Michigan. Michigan played against a top-ranked team coming off from last season. Minnesota has an explosive offense, and the Michigan were able to stop that offense. So, we Sean, let me, let me get with Mississippi you. State, though, didn't we, with LSU? Yes, yes. Right. Oh, but, oh. Sean, hold on for a second. Okay. Give All Sean right. a break. Okay. All right. I'll give Sean. Yes, My thank bad. you very much. Here you go. Bam. Sean, what's your take on the Michigan and Minnesota game? Uh, I was really impressed by uh, Michigan. Their, their defense played great, and uh, they got the running game going. And uh, Minnesota uh, honestly looked a, a little disappointing, especially Tanner Morgan. I was I was expecting more from him, and um, especially uh, I, I just thought they would get more with the receiver back and uh, what they had on offense. But Michigan, they really surprised me. I picked uh, Minnesota in the pick them last week, but uh, I had to give Michigan respect. I put them at number 11 uh, right outside my top 10 this week because I think that they have the offense to do it. Um, their defense with uh, Don Brown really showed up. I think he's going to have them. Uh, back in the top five or top ten defense of the country this year, and um, and really until they run into Ohio State, uh, I just I, I don't see them slowing down too much. Uh, I think Michigan has a, a real good chance to be a threat in the Big Ten this year. Um, up until Ohio State, I would say. All right, can I speak now, Ovi? Can I speak now? If it's about Michigan, yes, it's about Michigan. Yes. they finally have a good quarterback. That Milton kid's really good. But this is the thing with preseason rankings. Minnesota, we thought were good because they had a good season last year. So we put them in the rankings. It turns out they're really not that good. They lost a lot on defense. They uh, they still have Tanner Morgan, who uh, struggled. Rashad Bateman, hopefully, people think he's going to be really, a really good wide receiver. Show glimpses. I think he will be. But it, it, when you, you're you making this argument for Michigan, but uh, – just because they had a number in front of – just because Minnesota had a number in front of their their name going into the preseason, the preseason rankings are always wild. They're always wild and never the, – the, you, you never once have the same exact preseason ranking 
I have to stop you there, man, because yeah, this is not a preseason should. ranking because the fact is this is rankings, and they were ranked at zero wins and zero losses. So we can't say it's preseason anymore. It go was ahead, the Joe. Big Ten preseason. Look, the one, two, and three have pretty much been the same since the season started. So to suggest that is is slightly not true. You know, I, I think when you get I, – I look, I think Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson are here. And everybody else is here. And it's a matter of how close you are and how far away you are. It's as simple as that. You've got basically like three professional teams playing with 117 um, amateur teams. That's that's pretty much the way I see it. And you're right. Look, Michigan will have a really good year. It's Michigan, so they'll blow it against somebody else and then lose to Ohio State and be on the bubble like they always are. If we can count on anything happening, I think it's that. One last question before we move on to the next topic. If Ohio State suffers a COVID-19 case and have to cancel a game, should they be considered in a college playoff, yes or no? Yes. Uh, if it's only one game, I would say yes. If it is only one game, I, I'd say yes. If they do have to go three weeks and that that whole – I would say should they? No. Will they? Yes. I think you got to wait and see. I mean, if, you know, everybody ends up playing eight games, then maybe we have to lower the threshold. So we'll have to see. I would just like to point out one other thing. I did mention the idea of, uh, you know, sometimes we fall in love with last year's statistics. Uh, LSU, I mentioned, uh, you know, we, we thought Mississippi State was good. They're not either. Uh, but interestingly enough, Miles Brennan, is out again. He's out this week again. Are you kidding me? But they got backup. They got another quarterback that led them last week to victory. Yeah, and better. we're going to talk about that team coming up in our picks real quick. But, uh, hey, December 12, 2020, as of right now, it's 12 o'clock. Depending on how they finish, <laughs> the time will change. But expect this game to be the biggest hype in the Big Ten. Uh, congratulations to Army. Uh, they are both eligible. They already received the and accepted the invitation in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, and that will happen at Shreveport, Louisiana. They will take on some team in the Pac-12. I don't know who they are because they haven't played yet. But can we'll you see imagine what there. an Army versus Utah battle of the show bowl? <laughs> that would be great. And my army will definitely beat Utah. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Jace. And I can't wait. We could bet on that. Let's put it that way. And here's our, our weekly uh, leaders from week eight. Dylan uh, Gabriel led uh, statistically, uh, defeating Tulane. Carson Strong looked good with Nevada. And Mac Jones, of course, is a star because he is a Heisman hopeful who beat Tennessee. Rushing leaders, we have Brees Hall, who actually outshined Oklahoma State's running back. Uh, Desmond Ritter, quarterback, he's there because <laughs> eight carries, wow. 179 yards, three touchdowns over SMU. Yes, that's exactly what I said, Joe. And Javian Hawkins, 16 carries, 174 yards with three touchdowns over Florida State. The receiving core, we got Kelvin Austin, six receptions, 184 yards. Uh, over Temple, Martin Williams, and Mike Hardy also did very well this week. And here's our Heisman hopefuls voted by us here in the panel. 
Tra uh, Trevor Lawrence continues to lead the way with Mac Jones. Zach Wilson also doing a fabulous job with BYU. Uh, we can't leave out Justin Fields after one game. But then again, again, he was there last year, you know, almost winning it. And, you know, sadly to say, uh, Wisconsin, you know, with the COVID-19, it is what it is. Uh, Chubba Hubbard, Najee Harris, and Bruce Hall all were notables in this list. And here's our playoff outlook. And, again, uh, this is our scenario. It's not like we're in a committee, but this Maybe how it should look like, at least in my view. Uh, I have Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma State. Did I say that right? Ohio State and Oklahoma State. I'm not trusting Oklahoma State right now, but right now they're 4-0. We'll see what happens this past, but Georgia and Cincinnati are outside looking in. Uh, Jace, can you explain your picks? Uh, Clemson, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Clemson, that's why I have Clemson over Alabama. Um, Notre Dame, they played really, really well. Blew out a Pittsburgh team. Yes, they were Pittsburgh did not have their starting quarterback, but what really impressed me was Notre Dame's offense. Pittsburgh defense is really, really good. Their DNs, both of them going to could possibly be first round draft picks going into next year's draft. That the, the Pittsburgh defense is really good. I really like the way they played there. Uh Ohio State, like I said, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and everyone else. It's the that one game is the reason I put Notre Dame ahead there. Oklahoma State, they are very, very good. Their, their defense is actually really underrated. I know it's Big 12 and all, but the, their defense has been playing really well. In Georgia, they have the best loss in all of college football and two solid wins as well. So that's why I got them there. Um, I didn't change my list because – it, it everything everything everybody did what they were supposed to do. I'm still shocked that you two fools are are that that bias towards Georgia when there are so many good teams out there that are undefeated or better. For you to have Georgia in there, guys, give me a break with that. That's ridiculous. They That's have ridiculous. the best loss. Do, they lost do you? To let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So did I know. You think you think Georgia's that good? Yes. Yes, I do believe mind. so. I do believe Georgia's that good. Out of your mind. not that good. Who else besides Alabama is going to beat Georgia right now? I don't think so. You don't think they're don't, that great? It's not a top five team in the country. It's Because just they lost to Alabama. You're going to just kick six. them out? That's why they I got slapped six. around by Alabama. Okay. Listen. So they play a top team, but everybody else they're crushing. You're going to tell me that Georgia's not good? So yes. you want to bet me that, oh, you think Georgia's going to lose to Kentucky? Are you serious right now? I didn't say they were going to lose to Kentucky. Well, that's the game that we're playing this week. So that's you're great. trying to say that Georgia's not good enough? Listen. I'm saying that Georgia's not better than any of the teams that are on my top six. I'm sorry, but Georgia is better than BYU. You tell BYU me when BYU, BYU would not, they would get BYU buried would by Georgia. Georgia. I tell you what, I take the second string of Georgia that will whip on BYU. You're out Guaranteed. Of your mind. Listen, listen. Guaranteed. It, Don't tell I like, me because Zach Wilson like knows how to freaking throw the ball. I am I, a Georgia I fan. But how much I will tell you, you exactly. <laughs> I will tell you exactly. Yes, Georgia could more likely lose to Clemson. We already know that they, they lost to Alabama, but Clemson. don't tell me that Georgia is going to lose to Notre they Dame. They would lose to Notre You're Dame. Out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Get out of here. 
So let me tell your picks right now. Oh uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I picked uh, Alabama over Clemson this week. Um, I think even the loss of Jalen Waddle. <laughs> I think uh, the loss of Jalen Waddle uh, definitely hurts, but they still have Devontae Smith, who might even be better than Waddle, and John Mechie, who's been tremendous. And uh, people forget about Najee Harris, and he's been great so far. So that's why I flipped. Uh, and Clemson, um, it was they had they were in a game with Syracuse uh, up until really the fourth quarter. I think that was a little bit concerning. Not too concerning to drop them too much, but I think they deserve to be dropped to number two. Uh, Notre Dame, like Jay said, really impressive win against Pitt. Uh, very good defense. Uh, I really like what they've done, and I don't think Ohio State has done enough yet to jump them. So that's why I had that. Oklahoma State, uh, they have a big matchup this weekend against Texas. Uh, if they can win that game, they might find themselves in the top four. And then uh, I had Cincinnati in there because they're a team that plays tremendous defense, uh, runs the ball, pounds the rock down your throat, controls the, uh, the clock. And uh, they ran for over 300 yards last week um, against SMU. Desmond Ritter was amazing. So I really like what Cincinnati's doing. That's why I think they deserve being uh, the top six. Cincinnati's also going to probably run the table, so you're going to have to deal with that since they're already ranked so highly. They're not going anywhere. They got a tough there's game just, against Memphis. There's not going to be room for Georgia by season's end, as you'll see. Well, I don't know. I, I disagree with Cincinnati running the table, especially when they're going against Memphis, which they struggle. Oh, they'll and blow Memphis They're going to see them this Stop. weekend. Again, yeah, that's right. you can that's go ahead right. and pick Cincinnati. I'm telling you. But you know what? I'm going to change the scenario right now. And I got a special somebody that wants to look, you know, release his frustration as well. So uh, let's take it out here. Indiana, we're going to put them in the top 25 because they got one win. And that, that that's a controversial because, I mean, you look at the review. They didn't even win that game. So between Indiana and, and Penn State, it's the referee pretty much going to put them in the top 25. So if we go like this, then Penn State, we're talking about Penn State being in the top 25. But because of this, Indiana's in there. To me, either one don't deserve to be there. Somebody else should be worthy enough to be in there. I mean, how if you got a 0-0 zero and zero team in there, put another 0-0 zero zero team in there. So let me ask you this, Joe. Do you agree with Hector's statement when it comes to Penn State and Indiana? I think everything Victor said there was was <laughs> well thought out, and uh, he took the words right out of my mouth. Solid, Victor, as always. <laughs> For those of you that know, um, Joe has had a difficult time with face recognition, so please, please bear with him here. <laughs> so, what what's your take on Hector's statement? Hector's my boy. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Uh, I agree with them right now. Um, I mean, I had Indiana at 25. I just barely put them in um, just because I thought it was a decent win. But I dropped Penn State completely out of my top 25. I didn't have them in there. Uh, I think one, if they're going against Ohio State this weekend, it's probably going to be a loss. Um, I didn't see any point in having them in there when I know that they're going to be 0-2 after this week. Um, so I, I slipped in Indiana in there at the very end. But I agree, uh, no Penn State in there this week for me. Jace? Uh, I gave Penn State the 25 spot because – Think they deserve it. it. It is. It is sucky that they're on like their fourth string running back. But I was the only one that picked Indiana last week. I know. I knew how good they were. Yeah, uh, that's probably the only victory you got good last week. But real right. quick, where where's Florida ranked? I what in the consensus? Just well, yeah, Florida's what, ranked twelfth right now. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. With Oregon ahead, which hasn't played yet, but we'll start yeah. with yeah, two weeks from now. 
That's a little high. I think. Yeah, that's the. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that at the, all. The consensus top ten is the top ten that I had, so I like it. Exactly. I don't like yeah, any of them there. Exactly. I tell you that. You don't like A and M top ten? I don't. No, I don't. Again, I think there's too many. There's too many teams that haven't lost yet. There's too but, many teams that haven't lost yeah. yet, and I here's the. It's funny what you just said, Sean, because I thought the same thing about Penn State. Do I do I leave Penn State off completely? And I I was uh, maybe I'll put them twenty fifth, and then you're right. They're gonna lose to Ohio State. They'll be zero yeah. two. They're not on my top. They're not on my list. Well, I'll tell you what. If Penn State wins, I'll put them in my top ten. <laughs> they can make a huge jump, but you got you got to you got to win your way on there. I'm looking at teams like Coastal Carolina. You know, getting still getting no love. You guys three and one Georgia, uh, two a uh, three and one. I mean, come on with that stuff, guys. Why don't we judge by what we've seen? Okay, you're right. You're absolutely right. Judge, judge what we what see. You're and I'm going to still defend Stop Georgia because one ranked team. I'm telling you, after this weekend, you're going to change your mind and be like, Ovi, you were absolutely correct. Just like you were absolutely correct when it came to the college pick this week, as we can see right here. And here is your scenario, Joe. Here is yours. This is your season right here about this kicker. As we can see, he's getting ready to kick the it's winning field goal here. Up. This looks real good, Ovi. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nailed it. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, <laughs> the quadruple doinker. That is something else, man. I mean, the I, I think I read something like the odds of that happening are zero. <laughs> like to hit the upright that many times and for it to fall forward is like uh, against the laws of physics. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know, man. But if I was that kicker, man, I, I I don't know what to say to that dude. I mean, nice try. Maybe next time. I don't Think know. About the, <laughs> a, the range of emotions every time that thing pinged off. He was like, "Yes, oh yes." Oh. <laughs> that stinks, dude. <laughs> All right, but hey, but I was good. Hold on, is that good for this kicker? Does does this get him a little what? notoriety? Does this help come? Come draft time in a couple of years, uh, you know, seventh rounder. Somebody needs a kicker. They're like, who's that clown that hit the upright four times? Hope How's he, he been doing? I just think the, the, the Bears kicker, that hurt. He's going to be drafted the called, Bears. Is that called Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant, right? The last pick of the draft is Mr. Yeah. Irrelevant, yeah. right? Yeah. That's him right there next year. Watch I'd love that. for that kicker. <laughs> All right. And here's another one. This is my celebration right here. So this is Coastal Carolina defeating over Georgia uh, State University, I think. They gave him a stunner, an elbow drop from the top of the ladder. And, Jace, what's this maneuver called? The camel clutch, baby, Iron Sheik. And made him <laughs> tap out. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and, and because of that, here we go. Last week I went 13-2. So congratulations to myself, and I also take over first place. Uh, key wins: Michigan over Minnesota, LSU over South Carolina. Uh, but most of all, it was competitive. Sean came in second with eleven wins. 
And then, uh, you know, Joe, you know, I, I understand, Andy, drawing about the G-Men, you're actually struggling there, too. Uh, that is the rumor. I mean, if you want to talk about it, we could go to the side and we'll, we'll, we'll do a one-on-one. Uh, but, hey, it's time for picks. Can I just and, point something out real quick? Oh, but please, please let your emotions go, yes. On the MMA show, Throwing Jabs, I yes. did correctly. I said Khabib second-round chokeout and Whitaker the distance uh, uh, decision. So maybe I'm spending too much time watching MMA. I, it might be so. I mean, uh, yes. I mean, I know it's a full-contact sport, you know, but um, remember, there's no targeting in football. That's just true. Saying. They're just saying. That's true. Very, very, very focused is what it is. So our schedule kind of bit uh kind of went bonkers a little bit because of cancellation and postponement for this week. But these are the picks right here, straight up picks, five games right here. We have South Alabama at Georgia Southern. Uh South Alabama is two and in the in the conference, one and two Georgia Southern. Uh we'll start with myself. I picked hold on man, I don't want to give you any lies here. I picked Georgia Southern at home to take the win. Joe, you, you go ahead, Joe. Well, I think you're out of your mind. I mean, South Alabama's been playing great football, already 2-0 in the Sun Belt. I, you're out of your mind. They're going to go to Georgia Southern and put that womp on. Well, if I was to tell you that South Alabama has never beaten Georgia Southern, 6-0 for Georgia Southern. I would say... Bama's do, baby! Cougars! Outstanding. Go ahead, Chase. <laughs> uh, I know pretty much nothing about either one of these teams. Uh, I know Georgia Southern loves the triple option. That's all I do in NCAA, in NCAA games, so I'll go Georgia Southern. I'm also going to go with Georgia Southern. Uh, their two losses this year are to Louisiana and Coastal Carolina, uh, two teams that I have in my top 25. So, and they were they didn't really get beat too bad by either of them. So, uh, I'll go with Georgia Southern in this one. We got Minnesota at Maryland. We all seen the game with Minnesota not doing so well against Michigan. Maryland pretty much looks garbage, and I don't know if they could bounce back being a home game. So, I'm going to reach out for Minnesota's offense to actually establish, and they'll win the game. Yeah, they're going to route the uh, the Terps. No sweat. Minnesota gets their first W. Yep. P.J. Fleck, row the boat. Golden Gophers. Yeah, uh, with Rutgers win last week, uh, Maryland might actually be the worst team in the Big Ten. So uh, I think it's a pretty easy one. I'd go with Minnesota. All right. Big surprise here. New Mexico at San Jose State. This game was added because of other postponement. This is the first game for New Mexico. For San Jose State, they're one and zero. I picked San Jose State. Um, I'm also going to take San Jose State in this one. I too will go San Jose State. Yeah, make it a sweep. I'm going to San Jose State. The interesting game right here in the SEC: LSU at Auburn. LSU is two and two. Auburn mysteriously is three and two. I mean, two games to which they supposed to have lost against Arkansas and last week. Uh, uh, being at home, being the conditions that LSU's in, I'm picking Auburn, but in a slim shot right here. 
I'm going to take LSU in, uh, I want to say the upset, because it probably would be, yeah? I, I would think Auburn would be favored here. I'm, I I think LSU is going to pull out a close one, a one-point win. Uh, you just mentioned two, all three of Auburn's wins. There, there's been questionable calls. I, I, I don't know what to make. Maybe the fix is in. I'm going to go Auburn. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go Auburn. I'm going to go with uh, LSU on this one. I think uh, Auburn got some some luck early in the season. I think their luck changes uh, going into the towards the second half of the season. And I think uh, LSU, uh, TJ Finley, the true freshman that came in for them last week, uh, really did. He looked pretty good. So I think LSU will start to turn it around. I think they get the win um, against Auburn here. I right, had the biggest switch here. I didn't want to put them in the over-under category. So straight up, Texas is at Oklahoma State. Uh, I picked Oklahoma State until I, I mean, I don't trust this game at all, but I, I'll give I'll give props to Oklahoma State. I'm going to take Oklahoma State, but I certainly won't be shocked if Texas beats them late, like in one of those uh, typical games, I'm telling you. Uh, th- this is why I this is why I never like putting Oklahoma State or Texas too high early in the season because they're just gonna they're gonna blow it. I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna pick Oklahoma State because that's the smart bet. But I again wouldn't be shocked if Texas upsets them. One thing Texas is terrible at it's controlling the run game, and uh, Oklahoma State has one of the best running backs in the nation in Chubba Hubbard. And their defense is very, very good for a Big 12 defense. Uh, I, I think they get the win dominantly, in, and but not in Big 12 fashion. This is not going to be a shootout. I think I think Oklahoma State's going to be able to hold Texas offense and while being able to put up a couple points of their own. Uh, yeah, this is a tough match. Uh, I think I'm actually going to go with the upset here. Um I just have a weird feeling that I feel like everyone's picking Oklahoma State. I just I have a weird feeling the Big 12 is always weird like this. Um, sometimes you think someone's going to run away with the Big 12 and someone will come in giving an upset. So I believe Sam Ellinger's. It's not like he hasn't done it in the past. Um, they're, obviously their defense is pretty bad, but if they can contain Chubba Hubbard, um, try to keep you know eight men in the box. Obviously Tylen Wallace might be a problem, but I just have a weird feeling about this game. I'm going to go with the Longhorns um, and the upset. All right, let's move over to the spread. And interesting that enough, was brave, Sean. We got. Uh, yeah. Okay. Boston College is at Clemson. <laughs> Clemson is the ranked number two in all four downs, but they are ranked number one in the, in the uh, AP polls. Their favorite at negative thirty-one. I am convinced Clemson will defeat them over thirty-one points. I do not think they'll cover. Boston College is a really good team, but Clemson had a shaky week last week. I think Dabo Sweeney is going to light a fire under uh, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. I think they stomp Boston College. I agree with what uh, Jay says. I think they're going to be pissed off after they let Cuse hang around for that long. Uh, Even though Boston College does have a good defense, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence will be throwing the ball all around the field. And uh, I think they're going to cover here. All right, Mississippi State at Alabama. This game is also favorite 31. I'm picking Alabama, not only scoring 31, but you can multiply it by two. 
I say Alabama wins it by 30, so they don't cover. <laughs> you don't want to do 30.5? <laughs> don't get me started on that point five, dude. I lost was... to Oklahoma State, Iowa State because of point five. <laughs> That's the worst, bro. Oh. <laughs> so who you got, man? You got Alabama or Mississippi State? I, I really want to go Mississippi State here, but I, I, I'm not betting against Mac Jones no more. Alabama, let's go. Smart man. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, uh, I'm also going to go Alabama. Uh, I mentioned it before, but Jalen Wall hurts, but uh, Devontae Smith, uh, John Mechie, and Najee Harris will be just enough um, to win by 31 in this one. I think they'll probably win by five touchdowns. All right, Notre Dame is at Georgia Tech. And yes, before Jay says so, and yes, with limited teams, I did have Georgia Tech ranked number seven. I was probably at week two or three. But I can't crown Ohio State after one game. Are you still talking? No, absolutely not. But I'm taking Notre Dame at negative 20. I'm going to take Notre Dame, but they're only going to win the game by 20 and a half. Oh, damn. All right. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame, they continue. Their offense started to get it rolling last week, and I think they continue, and they're going to be a tough team. Uh, I'm excited for the Clemson-Notre Dame game. That, that should be interesting. I agree. Notre Dame's going to cover this one. I think it'll probably be even more than double the 20. I'd probably take them by 42. All right. So, you know, the sport, the sporting betting guys and everything else is trying to trick everybody. But uh, Nevada is favorite negative 14 over UNLV. This game is at, in, at UNLV. UNLV plays their best football against Nevada. I am taking the upset, and I'm taking UNLV. I'm sorry. I didn't even realize UNLV had a football team. So let me get a second to think this one over. I'll take Nevada. I'll take Nevada by definitely more than 14. The best football played in Las Vegas is at Bishop Gorman High School. Nevada, their quarterback looked really, really good last week. Nevada gets it done convincingly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'll go with Nevada um, over the running Rebels. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know either much of these two teams, but uh, Nevada looked good last week, so I'll go with them. So only, no matter what I only no matter James what I would said, know the Mountain West. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just just like them Utah. That's State. what I grew up on <laughs> in Utah. All right, Georgia at Kentucky, three one in SEC versus Kentucky, who's two and three, negative fourteen and a half. Yes, I am going for Georgia. You damn right, Joe. Go ahead. I'm going to take Kentucky. You're I'm going to take right. Kentucky. I know you will. I'm going to take Kentucky. Not only want to take the points, I'm taking Kentucky to outright win the game. <laughs> So you want to like bet that? your wins and losses on that one? No. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, hey. <laughs> Got him. That was just on the camera. That's all that was. I, I love a good spite pick, and I would love to do it, but no way. Uh, Georgia gets it done. Uh, I really want Kentucky to win so Georgia can go, hey, we got this shiny, awesome quarterback named JT Daniels. Let's throw him in, and Georgia can be a real, like, real contender against Alabama. That's not going to happen. Georgia gets the win fairly easily. What? Why do you think it is that he's not starting? 
because they're because he's winning. so good. They start winning all their games. If he was the quarterback, why why aren't they starting him? I'm just curious. Because they're winning games with the other guy. Because it's all defense on beat Alabama. Oh, here exactly. we go. Let's move on. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm actually going to agree with uh, Joe on this one. I think Kentucky's got a really My good, man. Kentucky's got a really good defense, and uh, if they continue with the throw Stetson Bennett in there, uh, I think it will be a low-scoring game. And I think that Georgia will win by two touchdowns, but not the 14 and a half. If there's any game that Georgia learned was their loss against Alabama, that's going to fire them up and they're going to get better plays. And you're going to see Stetson not stay in that pocket. He's going to maneuver around, all right, so that he won't be readable for the defensive players to actually slap the ball in the air. And I'm telling you right now, and I'm glad you guys picked Kentucky because I am going to win this week once again. And Memphis at Cincinnati, I'm picking the upset. Memphis will beat Cincinnati outright. Um, I got Cincinnati by 20 in this one. By 20. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Oh, the seven's so weird. Uh, I, I'm going to go Cincinnati. Vegas wants you to pick Memphis, but I'm going Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, crap, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with Memphis, actually. I think Memphis will cover. Um, I think Cincinnati will win. I don't think Memphis is going to win outright, but um, I could see Memphis losing by probably uh, round four this game. All right. I thought I was going solo on this one. All right. Uh, yeah, Michigan State at one. Michigan, negative 24 and a half. Is that too much or too little? I don't know, but until I see a week two of Michigan, if they could play the same way they did with Minnesota, I think they can. I'm picking Michigan over Michigan State. Um, I don't think Michigan will cover. I think they'll win by 24. <laughs> You're such a jackass. <laughs> uh, I think, I think, Sean, you said Maryland might be the new Rutgers. In the I, Big I Ten. forgot about that. I think Michigan State might be the new Rutgers in the Big Ten. They are bad and uh I really like this Milton kid at quarterback for Michigan. Where the heck has he been? Why were they starting Patterson over this kid? Michigan gets it done very, very convincingly. Yeah, even though it's a rivalry game, um, I don't even think that really matters in this one. Michigan State just doesn't have enough talent at all. Uh, Michigan's going to win by probably 35-plus, I'd say. Don't underestimate that Spartan pride. Also, you said Michigan's going to get it done, Jace, by how much? More than 24 and a half? 35. Okay. <laughs> I say 25, but you said 35. Okay. <laughs> Kansas State at West Virginia. Uh, I am picking West Virginia in this game. I'm taking the best team of the Big 12, Kansas State. Uh, I am very, very skeptical with this line. It is just begging you to take Kansas State. So I'm going to go West Virginia here. Look at my man, my man Victor backing me up. He knows KSU. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas State in this one. Um, I was worried after Skylar Thompson went out for the year, but um, their backup came in and played pretty well and uh, beat the crap out of Kansas. So, And I don't think West Virginia is really that great. Um, they just lost to Texas Tech, so uh, I'm going to go with Kansas State in this one. 
All right, here we go. Now we go with the over under. We'll start with Sean. Sean uh, won the uh, the dice here to pick Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with Oklahoma in the game, and um, that is a really high number. And I know the Big 12 hasn't really been hitting um, as much as they have in the past couple of years, but I think that changes this week. I think they they kick the points back up, so I'm gonna take the over. And I'm going to take Oklahoma. And that's a, a safe bet because the last time they scored under 69 was back in 2012. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll lead off with East Carolina and Tulsa. I believe, yes, I picked Tulsa and over 61 on this one. And we're leading off with Jace. He picks Navy and SMU. Uh, I'm. Uh, I like the Mustangs. They're gonna bounce back and give me the over. I think SMU might single-handedly hit the over. And we got Joe. He has Indiana and Rutgers. This is his favorite game. It's gonna be such a great Big Ten matchup. Really excited about it. Got 25th break. Indiana coming in there. Rutgers. I know they've got their issues, but I think we're gonna get a great game out of this. It's gonna be 27-23. 50 points. You got to take the under on this one. Outstanding. And nothing to save the best for last. The game of the week. I know Penn State, you know, they had a tough loss. But this is Ohio State at Penn State. Another, I, I, I got to say, this is probably a rivalry game. You know, this is this is a big one. Uh, I pick Ohio State. What do you guys have, Joe? That's a lion. That doesn't really look much like a lion. It's a Nittany line. What's a Nittany line? I, I don't even understand that. I never have, and I that, never will. Ohio State. It's Ohio, Ohio State will make sure that Penn State doesn't get ranked this year after the drubbing they take this weekend. Penn State is on like their 75th string quarter uh, running back, I mean. Uh, if I couldn't crown them after week one, I'm going to crown him after this game. O-H. I-O. Thank you guys for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, whatever. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Ohio State in this one. Um, I think Penn State will uh, bring a fight um, maybe up until the fourth quarter, and then uh, Ohio State will pull away, uh, probably win by 14 or 17. All right, and that definitely is the last part of our show. That is completes fourth down. And, guys, thank you very much. Another successful show today. And, hey, as always every week, Joe, the floor is yours. Earlier this week, a 20-year-old was asked about the prospect of becoming a multi-millionaire NFL franchise quarterback. <clears throat> and he seemed to imply he might stick around for his senior year. Stephen A. Smith says Trevor Lawrence should pull an Eli Manning and demand a trade before the draft. Now, isn't the whole point of getting a franchise quarterback so you have someone to build around? Trevor Lawrence is going to a bad team. Which one? I don't know. I can tell you in like three months. All I know is it's going to be a bad team with a new GM, more than likely a new head coach. And I know the New York Jets are a disaster, but there will be new leadership there next season, if not by the end of this week. Uh, my actual point, though, is, look, we're living in a pandemic. 
We don't know when it's going away. We don't know how much more devastation it's going to deliver. Wisconsin starting quarterback, backup, and the third stringer all have COVID. It's like that. The Dodgers won the World Series last night. Justin Turner caught COVID and then was kissing people on the field. Games get canceled and even stars can get it. So before you start cashing anybody's checks, let's get through this season. It's a miracle that these guys are even playing. Let's not worry about their future. Let's not worry about next year. Nothing is guaranteed. Well, except for the fact that the Jets will probably have the number one pick this season and next season. So Trevor Lawrence, you might as well go get your money now. Thank you so much for joining us on All Four Downs, a Clovercrest Media Group sports presentation. Make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com for more. You can also visit hhwshow.com for all the latest on college sports. For Obi Munez, who does such an amazing job uh, running this show week in and week out. Of course, Jace Garcia wouldn't be a show without the silly things you say. Sean Scanlon, always great analysis. We certainly appreciate that. All Four Downs podcast is on Amazon, Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you check out podcasts. You know you could find us. We're on your favorite podcast platform. We'll catch you next week. Enjoy the games this week. Until next time, this was All Four Downs.